Hi there, viewers and listeners. Welcome back to another 118 movie review. I've got Justin Samir with me. Hey. Welcome back. Good evening. We are going to be talking about Alien, the 1979 movie, Ridley Scott, Sigourney Weaver one. We're sort of going back. We Justin and myself did Aliens, the 1986 movie, and we're sort of going backwards in time now to try and do the entire Aliens um, franchise. <laughs> We all looking forward to this one? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Actually, I am. Yes, because of course this was the year we were born, Paul, 1979. What a great year. Yeah, not me. I don't really remember it. No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. Although I suspect mm. we were probably, you know, equivalent of chest bursting around that time of that time, of course. Cool, blimey. Right, let's get on with it then, shall we? crew of commercial pilots they're on a mining ship in deep space and they're on their way back to earth with a, a shitload of cargo the ai the artificial intelligence on the ship wakes them out of uh, cryo sleep because there's a supposed distress signal and part of the contract that they've signed is that they have to investigate um signals of unknown life um, or unknown they have to go and investigate so they go land on the planet discover some rather strange things and um yeah it all goes from there really you've seen the film who am i fucking kidding it's not like you've never seen alien for christ's sake it's been out bloody nearly 40 years that no, 43 years isn't it nearly so cast tom skerritt plays dallas who is the um i think he's the is it what is his official does anyone know his official job title um, on this was captain, captain first officer, officer. <clears throat> yeah first, yeah first officer yeah. okay Squinny Weaver plays Lieutenant Ellen Louise Ripley. The full name there. That's interesting. Um, what I'm reading here. John Hurt plays Gilbert Ward Kane. Veronica Cartwright plays uh, Jean-Marie Lambert. Harry Dean Stanton plays Samuel Ellis Brett. What an odd last name. Ian Holm plays Ash. And Yafit Koto plays Dennis Monroe Parker. And if you remember, he was in Live and Let Die. It's worth mentioning, which Justin reminded me of. So, Justin, do you want to say a little bit about the guy in the alien suit? Oh, yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, purely Paul and I were talking about this earlier. Mm. Uh, I just felt that it was the right thing to do because, of course, we've reviewed the Predator movies. Um, and, the, you know, the real stars of these films are the guys running around in the suits, like Predator. So, yeah, I, I wanted to sort of make a special mention to uh, Balaji Badejo. Um, who mm -hmm. was the man in the alien suit? Uh, God rest don't his soul. He, he passed away in '92. Please don't say anymore. All right, that's it. Samir's got a fact. <laughs> that's <fair> enough. <laughs> yeah, I just think you know, he's, although he only had four minutes in the entire movie, I just think it's really important that he's mentioned. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, let's not sabotage Samir's facts this time. No. Around. No. Nah. All right, and Samir. Well, let's go for it since we're talking about it. You got any facts for us? Yes, I do have some. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the movie was made in 1979. That is a fact. All right. Well, is this the level of facts we're getting now? You know, the, the, yeah, is there anything yeah, that people yeah. can't read on Google? <laughs> I found something. You know, when we talk about facts, I found something really strange. Um, that you knew you know, something. You know, the, yeah, you know Lily James, uh, the actress. 
uh, who's in the Sky Mobile adverts. Oh yeah, and yeah. she did, and she did a movie yesterday with that uh, actor from EastEnders, Mr. Patel or whatever his name is. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Her grandmother actually was the voice of the destruction and the actual mothership at the end. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that was quite. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a lot of fucking information there that we need to untangle. Yeah. Somebody's mother, whose brother and his cousin <laughs> was what? No. So Lily James, which is who's okay. a British actress, right? right. Her grandmother yes. was the voice of the destruction for, uh, and the voice of the mothership at the end of the movie. Right. Okay. Because she was her an American Hel- actress. Her name was Helen Horton. That's right. Apparently. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. That, so that's an interesting fact. The movie is... <laughs> so the other thing was, the movie was called uh, originally Star Beast. I get the, why they want to call it Star Beast, but at the same time, really, I mean, it didn't look like a beast. It just, I don't know, it was a silver suit, basically, with these classic extended teeth coming out, and that's it, really. But yeah, Star Beast was the name. Another thing was the character of Ripley it was actually written as a male charter, but what happened? Um, some of the producers mm. thought, producers thought it would be a little bit too boring if it was a male's a male charter. So Ripley actually was written uh, as a male charter, but ended up being mm. a female or a, a female leading taking the part. Oh, I think mean, it character. Did make it main character, yeah. 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 Um, the other interesting thing was Ash. He wasn't even in the original script or anything. It was basically invited, invented by the producer saying, yeah, let's put this guy in. Let's put this no. robot in. Uh, sorry, he was. It was the fact he was a robot was, wasn't written in. He was written in, but th- to be a robot. Thank you for adding. That's right. Your, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his character was always intended, but that as a, as to be an android was thought of later. And they yeah. thought, actually, that's a bloody good idea. We'll, we'll do that. Cast members actually used to uh, pass out a lot because of the suits, like the mm. space suits and the alien suits, because they <clears> would sort of make the movie when it was like 30 odd degrees outside, plus you had the lighting with all that heavy sort of uh, heat, light heat, and they used to faint. So they had nurses on the set and doctors on standby just to make sure the actors were okay. So that was one of the problems they had. And that, that was quite interesting because they couldn't put oxygen into the actual suits for some reason now coming to what you just mentioned justin about yeah. this uh about the main actor of the alien guy he was a six foot ten nigerian student a graphic student in london and they were sort of uh, doing something and one of the producers or directors saw him and said oh we've seen this guy we're calling him in to play actually the alien yeah. they, they were in so a bar having a night out and a few drinks and they noticed yeah. him in the corner yeah yes that's right yeah so he basically, uh, six foot ten, became the alien. Um, the Who's Roger Dorotry, I can't even say his name, helped with the lightning, uh, lighting, basically, of the spaceship and all that. So if you look at that carefully, it looks like a 1970s, really proper 1970s uh, studio tech or stage of a rock band at the bottom of the ship. So yeah, the Who's uh, main singer actually did that. You mean Roger Daltrey? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So sorry, he did what? You know the light, uh, the uh, lighting under the ship. 
Oh, like the strip lights. Light. It looks really awkward. Strip light. Yeah, the strip yeah. lights and the actual uh, spotlights were actually done by him. They were actually oh, set up by him. Yeah, so oh, he right. helped them out with that, with the lighting. Because that was quite uh, awkward, I found. Quite, that was quite... That wasn't very precise landing lighting. No. It was a bit... No. felt very industrial, actually. Why was Roger Daltrey involved? I mean, he was a fucking musician. I think uh, he was involved because uh, he used to set up the Who's stage, apparently. Another thing is, you know when the actual alien came out of the stomach during dinner time? The actors weren't told. Only uh, the guy who was playing that part, the actor, John Hart, was uh, the only one who knew about it. That's why when you see the reaction, they're actually yeah. genuinely shocked. It, it, that was done in one oh, take yeah. as well. In yeah, one take in each section. Take. But the reactions yes. were very real because they... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it was actual yeah. pigs awful and stuff that they were using yeah. as well, wasn't it? It's, it's for extra effect. So, of course, it's like genuine bits of blood yeah. hitting them and, and stuff. Yeah, so it's... Uh, yeah. I, I'd be fucking... I'd behave like that and all if it was... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, well, cheers for the facts, Samir. Thanks for talking points there and some things to look up. And Justin, I you'll think you're chomping at the bit, yeah? This is kind of your bag, isn't it, this? So I remember watching this film a long time, quite, I wouldn't say young at all, no. I mean, my mum wasn't irresponsible, but I remember watching this film um, quite early on. Uh and I loved it then, and I and I do love it now. And and I think we we have to remember the context of what they were trying to create and do uh, in 1979. That was something so very completely different. When you watch a film, you don't really consider the production or the direction. No. You, you watch the film, yeah. you don't. And I have to say, since we started doing these movie reviews, I am slowly becoming more interested. Not more interested, but more interested than not being interested i mean yeah because we have to remember that the, you know these actors are doing are, are very very good but of course they're reading a script they have to give all the you yeah. know the, ah, the emotion and yeah. all the make it believable yeah. but they're ultimately they're only reading a script yeah <clears throat> and you know there are people who are creating this and ridley yeah. scott uh, is just amazing he was incredibly talented and the so the first six minutes of the film doesn't have any dialect at all uh, in fact, it's almost like a guided tour of the Nostromo uh, going uh, going around the ship, which, as I said, I think off screen, I can't remember if it's on recording, so that the, the ship is one complete set. It is literally a complete sealed set. So everything going on, it, all the corridors, etc., all exactly as they, as they would have been. Now, because it was filmed on a set with all these corridors, uh, again, uh, because he wanted to create space and... Um, uh, and etc. He would place mirrors at the end of many of the corridors, so it made it look a lot bigger. Yeah. Uh, but of course, that mm -hmm. caused problems of its own. So when I think it's um, the two engineers, Parker, that's Parker, Parker, yeah. Parker and Brett, Parker, and Parker Brett. and Brett. Yeah, they're coming. They're talking about how people never come down here and all the rest of it. Walk into the kitchen. As you see them walking into the kitchen, just to the right of the shot, if you look down the corridor, you can see the reflection in the mirror at the end of the <laughs> corridor as yeah. they as they come round. Um, not many continuities in this film. I really, really should stress that because Ridley Scott is such an absolute perfectionist. But when you're working in such a small space and you're in 1979, you've got quite limitations. So, for example, the chess burster scene, 
um, to start with was just uh, compressed air on like um, uh, pig's blood things underneath his t-shirt, which you can see under his t-shirt, not CC, yeah. but you can see the shape of it. And yeah. his t-shirt's yes. tucked in at one point, then it's untucked and he slightly comes up as he wriggles and you can see the bottom of the bag on mm. the thing. But as soon as it does the through the air compression, it then sort of cuts and then it's reset and it's only his head and then the whole lot is all prosthetic. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it comes and there's a guy underneath who just basically on a stick he's pushed shoves it, the alien. Yeah, pushed up, it yeah. up, yeah. Just yeah. pushes it with a stick up for his chest. But they actually Samir's, had trouble with that, apparently. They, they, they did, they, yeah. You know, a couple of shots, they just couldn't get it to burst through the <laughs> t shirt. But yes, their reactions were completely genuine. They had no idea. They knew that there was going to be a scene like that, but they had no idea. So they were, but they didn't realize it's going to be quite so brutal. Probably when Dallas is in the air ducts and he's he's walking on yep. the air ducts, etc. You can see the the dolly track um, where the cameras he's crawling along. You can you can see the the, the track with a sort of looks like a railway thing mm. uh, with the cameras. And similarly, at the end of the film, where, where when Ripley's running off to find the cat. She comes up a ladder. As she comes up the ladder, looks over. You can again. There's another dolly track that you can see. But, um, go on, but you, the 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 good thing is, you're saying that I agree with you. You can see it, but hmm. you when you're watching the movie, you don't think about it being. No, you uh, don't. And Ridley Scott knew that they were there, yeah. but he said because it's a yeah. spaceship with all these things in it, people wouldn't really think and yeah. consider it. Uh, yeah, it's part of it. No. Yeah, they, yeah, they exactly, would think, oh, yeah. that's what you move a camera on. So he f yeah. fully knew. And actually, it should be added, Samir, on that point, a bit like Aliens with um, Bishop in the thing saving Newt as he goes through the big hole in the ground. Um, a lot of the stuff has been digitally remastered. So a lot of the comments that, can, that have come 20, 30 years, particularly of the introduction of social media, um, some of the remastered versions that you buy now don't have these in because they've taken them out. So there's, there, look, there's lots of little things like that. Like, for example, Lambert was wearing cowboy boots, but the scene where the tail comes up between her legs to kill her, she's wearing trainers and her trousers are different. Uh, that's because that bit was actually supposed to be when Brett was killed, not Lambert was killed. Uh, when they cut mm. the facehuggers thing off, the you see the shot of it burning through the floors. It's the same shot twice on the set, on the different floors. Um, I don't know why they chose to to do that. Maybe because it was just convenient to do. Um, they actually used a number of shots twice in the same place later on uh, with the with the film. But like I said, there there are lots of little little things. Um, you know, when Parker's fighting um, uh, Ash at the end, his t-shirt rips. You can see it's held together with a safety pin. Um, mm. In one, it's ripped in one shot, then it's back together in another shot like a, a full t-shirt and then the next shot is ripped with a safety pin in it there was a lot of um oh one of the big ones actually was quite, i found quite interesting was that because they were working and to me you mentioned this on such a small confined hot sweaty um set not really knowing what was going on there was a lot of waiting around because ridley scott was changing stuff moving things around waiting things to be built there was a lot of sitting around and actually between the cast there was a lot of tension um, with the cast and actually there were times where they were getting quite angry with each other and had to be split up and had to sort of be separated and go and do other things but the part where where Ripley um, shouts at um, Parker telling him to shut up really loudly and quite angrily that was not scripted that was that was her showing her off camera frustration um, at wanting her to finish her lines because he he was typically quite interruptive and disruptive during filming because he was getting mm -hmm. hot and bothered and didn't want to keep waiting around all the time 
uh, with Ripley and Ash, uh, respectively, where Ripley is being attacked and she comes out with a bloody nose when the doors are, and Ash is shutting the doors, stopping her from, mm-hmm. from it. And she has a, she has a bloody nose, but she doesn't before. Then she has one, then it goes away. Whereas equally, Ash yes. has that white stuff coming down his face. And then the next shot, he's got nothing. And the next shot, he's sort of got bubbles of white as if it's like sweat. Mm. So, yeah. Trying to reset and get all this stuff right, when you start actually getting interested in how all these things are made, you can understand that it's not always going to be 100% right. A couple last things to mention, um, which I think is important. So, Mother, you see the screen and they're typing on this screen. Um, Mm -hmm. An immense amount of spelling errors on what comes up. So, a big one was for, like, ensure... Creature is brought back. They mean it was ensure, not ensure. Yeah, yeah. E N. There was um, uh, there was loads of other spelling errors in there. If you look, I would encourage you to re-look at it and look at the. Yeah, are we not getting confused with American English though? No, no. They just can't spell. No, ensure and ensure definitely is two different words. Yeah, yeah. They they simply can't spell. Um, and the and I think the last one which comes up quite a lot is that um, when the alien is in the shuttle and she skewers it with uh, that spike, a lot of people said, well, that, that wouldn't work, would it? Because the alien acid would, would have burnt the spike. But they haven't, you don't consider at the time the vacuum of space would have probably frozen the acid. Because, of course, when the alien gets skewered, the gun comes out of her hand, the door yeah. comes down and it gets stuck. Yeah. And then the alien springs back onto the onto the thing and say, "Well, yeah, but surely where it'd been shot, well, the acid would have gone all over it uh, when it burnt through, went in the thing, and then she yeah, pressed yeah. the." Yeah. But it would have probably have been frozen in the vacuum of space. There was one actually when Ripley was in the airlock. As she goes in, when she sees the alien, she goes in in her sort of little panties. There's you see three axes on the wall just beside her. Um, when it shoots back to the alien, it comes back again. You'll see there's only two axes. They're not where the third one went. That's my observations of continuity. I want to talk about, I mean, it's it's a thought process. I was a bit confused at Lambert's death. Mm -hmm. I was a bit confused about the whole scene in general, really, because you've got Parker and Lambert are sent off to go and get canisters. Yeah. Now, I maybe missed the explanation of that, but I don't know why they were getting canisters. Um, I think they were. Uh, they needed to get pressed. coolant. Uh, coolant, for yeah, the, that's right. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, the shuttle. Be, I think because the shuttle was only, was only meant as an escape shuttle for one or two people. Yeah, I was a little bit confused about the death of Lambert, and after digging into that some more, it's quite brutal actually. Um, the, the bit with the tail between the legs, we, we've said that that was actually Brett's character with the blue trousers and the tennis shoes. Yeah. She was wearing white trousers and cowboy boots. So they spliced that in and kind of fucked it up a little bit. But obviously, you don't pay much attention to these things. But the tail goes through the legs and then you see it just shoot up and then you see her go. <gasps> You're like, oh, hold on a second. I, I've, all the times I've watched this film, I didn't really notice that until this morning. And I was like, hold on a second. Does that mean that? That this alien's literally fucking, you know, and well, yes, I'm make, might it have it something is. to do with the DNA of Kane and Kane fancied no, her? No, 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 no. It, it, the alien is an androgynous. It's not, you know, it's not male or female. It, but it can reproduce. 
so it's 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 like implying it, it, it can impregnate. So you've got this yes. shooting oh. right up in the in the middle of her legs, and then obviously you can hear her screaming and stuff, which is even more fucking terrifying. Because at one point they were thinking that they'll just get the alien to snap her neck to kill her. Um, the actual original death that they had planned for Lambert was that she was going to creep off down the corridor and that she was going to hide in one of the lockers, the same locker that Jonesy the cat was in. And the idea was that this alien was going to stalk her down and she actually died of, of fright, panic, which is a pretty weak end. Yeah. Pretty weak yeah. ending. But that was the original script in the screenplay. Okay. And apparently the actress, uh, let me just look up her name again, because um, I like to get these things right. Veronica Cartwright, who played Lambert, she kept on asking them, when are we going to be shooting this scene? And they never, they just kind of never got round to it. They just kind of ignored her, really. And then it wasn't until the end of the film that she went to the screening, the premiere, and saw the ending of the death of this kind of fucking thing shooting up and they were screaming and whatnot. Oh. And she was actually a little bit pissed off about it. Yeah, it's worth oh. throwing in there. Okay, but, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was, and the whole thing. I mean, I actually, found a web article. I might put the link in the description actually mm. about you know that it is kind of it is almost like rape, rape, and then just you know yeah. tearing her up. I mean, fuck me, that is because then you go back to the scene where Sigourney Weaver comes back in the scene and she's kind of hanging. You can see like a leg or a foot hanging, and you've got um, Parker yeah. all slouched over, dead. That's right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that really this morning really hit me. It was like it's fucking horrific. Because the screaming yes. as well, and then you think of that, and you're like, "Whoa!" And there's a naked foot as well, so it almost implies that it's the clothes have been torn off. Yeah, it's um, horrific. Yeah, really is. Um, on a lighter note, I want to say that Jonesy the cat, fucking useless. What was the point of having a cat on that ship? Yeah, well, that cat features, of course, in the in the third one, not the second one, though. Yeah, let me let me explain my th thought process on this though, right? That cat did nothing but cower away and hiss and run off and, and just basically draw people into their death. And I was thinking, right, I love cats, right? Mm. I prefer them over dogs. Mm. But in that situation, I would much rather have a dog on board because that dog would be fucking rat, 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 be warning you of it and trying to protect you from it than that fucking cat just running all over the place. Fucking yeah. point. And it made me realise just how fucking useless cats really are. Yeah. They know they had six of those cats. They had to try and find six <laughs> identical cats so they could have them for shooting. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah that, that was it, really. I just thought, what fucking useless animals they really are. But I, yeah. I, that's, I think that's quite fascinating with your sort of synopsis on Lambert there, actually. I, that's quite interesting because, of course, the, the whole thing with uh, Alien and Ripley throughout her movies of, is that she always has this strange relationship with the aliens. I know as it later goes on, she's cloned and she becomes yeah. an alien herself. But the but there are times through the later in the other films where she becomes very close encounters with these things that otherwise would have killed if it was somebody else, but don't kill her. It's almost like predator. It's like a sign of respect or something. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe there's something. That, maybe there's something H.R. Geiger there. Well, that's interesting because that is a good connection, a good thought connection there. Because H.R. Geiger's um, he sort of mechanical reach, sort of bio, 
mm. mass um he's fusion of human and mechanical stuff together is very sexualized so mm. that particular death scene although it's not really explained and you could say that yeah you're reading too much into it you could say that mm. but you can make that connection that geiger it was very very sexual and this alien potentially tearing this woman apart that way you could but coming back but coming back to what you're saying paul um i felt the same and i wasn't even thinking that deeply but when that uh, sort of thing happened with the sort of claw whatever you want to call it uh or beasting um started lifting up you could tell that, that yeah what was going to happen next mm. uh, yeah yeah. Well, yeah, because there, there, uh, there was yeah. um, there was a scene, a deleted scene, which I think might have been in the director's cut, where Dallas wasn't actually killed in the thing; he was taken away uh, as yes. uh, as a living host. Um, yeah. And they so cut was Brett. The scene. So was yeah, um, because it was um, seen as too too long and unnecessary, uh, which is why they made such a big thing of that in aliens in aliens with the. Um, and even then, actually, in Aliens, they cut the bit with um, uh, the the corporate guy yeah. um, in that um, as well, uh, sort of all cocooned and ready to be a host from another face hugger, um, yes, or yeah. impregnated by the actual alien itself. But yeah, in that in that particular scene, um, Ripley gives him uh, a grenade. So That's he right. Can go himself in. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they 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 cut that from the from the the TV version. Of it, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's quite a that's quite an issue because actually it was in even terms of the that the encounter at the end in the shuttle with the alien was very short and very sweet, wasn't it? Very suspense. Yeah. But why was the alien so sort of docile? Was in there and that yeah that bit did it was like the level it was of intelligence. Yeah, it was like, like it was having a kip. It was yeah, it was, it was. Um, I'm, I'm knackered. I've had a hard day tearing people apart. I'm just gonna have a bit of a kip. Yeah. Um, it was very bizarre, <laughs> but also the, the intelligence level, the fact he went to the shuttle, did he know that the, the thing was, because of course Mother was going to explode that ship because she tried to, which well, interesting, by the way, the the, uh, the deactivation, when she goes back and tries to deactivate it, yeah. um, is actually just a French version of the activation process. They, did, they just did that simply to make it look like it was, I don't know, some sort of space language or something, but it was actually in French, but Mother wanted to explode that ship, so whether... The alien had that intelligence to know that well. The only way I'm getting off this is going to that shuttle. Well, yeah, I I actually had the same thought process. I thought, how did that alien work its way down to the shuttle? How? Why? Yeah. But then that you could argue that it was working on a, a different sensory plane. It it could mm. it could it could sense its surroundings and that there was other life forms. So therefore, it's sort of graduating towards that because that's where they were all heading to. Mm. So you could argue oh. that. I was going to say, or oh, it could be just to make the ending more dramatic. That's it. Oh, there is that, of course. Yeah. Well, obviously, well, there was there's that. cinematography, oh. of course. Yeah, you have to continue yeah. the film, but it uh, just yeah. that interest, that level of intelligence, that massive. I was thinking that. I was thinking that the the AI mother was slowly, you know, the, the parts of the ship were slowly breaking down. So therefore, it was naturally a bit like you know anyone who's ever played Fortnite or fucking you know PUBG. Oh yeah, it sort of comes when in, it yeah. slowly comes in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, the ship, the Nostromo, is slowly starting to crumble, break apart. So it's kind of forcing you into that. Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah. I suppose. Well, doors are yeah. shutting, so you can you can only go in a certain direction. Yeah. Well, I was going to mention the the final bit where uh, Ripley is is in that sort of airlock where the where the spacesuits were. 
there's always something about the conflicting nature of that scene that's always got me. And whenever I watch it, I always really enjoy it. Is that Sigourney Weaver's not the most attractive woman in the world, but that particular point, she looks fucking amazing. And you're kind of looking at her thinking, oh, fucking hell. But yet she's fucking terrified. Mm. And there's something about that that is like almost at a primal level. It's really hard to explain, but she's so fucking scared, terrified. And this thing, she's like an instant from death, but yet she's almost naked. So your brain is like, you know, you're a heterosexual man. You're looking at her thinking, cool, fucking hell. But you're <laughs> also sort of terrified with her because you're like, fuck mm. this fucking alien. And she's so vulnerable because she's got hardly any clothes on. So the vulnerability is there as well. It's fa- I love that confliction, of, yeah, the conflicting nature of that. Fucking brilliant. I love that part. Mm. Anything else to add, Samir? Yeah, I just wanted to say, I think Ash lied uh, when uh, John Hunt, uh, character John had Hurt. the alien... Sorry, John Hurt. Yeah, not Hunt. Hurt's um, face was basically covered with the alien and he goes, is giving it... Um, uh, sort of connected to him to give him oxygen. I think he lied at the scene. He knew uh, he was making him pregnant, basically, and having well, a little he, alien in his yes, body. Yes, he did. That was the, that was the whole point yeah. of transferring his character into an android that yes. was plugged into yes. Mother. And he knew the yeah. directives. He knew the bits and pieces that were going on. Yeah. That was that was It made his part as a science officer more believable because, ah, he's an android, so therefore he knows. And that's why Bishop, in the second one, they continued that that thing through. And that's something that's very odd is the the method of which he tries to kill Ripley by forcing that magazine into her mouth. Yeah, that's very strange. But of course, just sorry, just before that, going back, you you, you start to get an idea because he's in his lab looking through the microscope and when Ripley comes in, he turns everything off. Yeah, He says, oh, I'm still working on it. So you start to get an idea that there's some conspiracy there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But sorry, coming back to the the magazine bit, but, Particularly when you yeah. can just put your hand over her face and mouth. Yeah. Because you've got yeah. super strength as an android. But then you you see that he, that he kind of like fucking flinches out after that. So yeah. he's not operating very, you know, a particularly optimum level, is he, this android? So that's no. another explanation for it. But it's an interesting way of trying to kill someone. I, I've not read much more into that, but it's a bit like Lambert death. It's something that I... I I am going to look into to try and see if, if Ridley Scott commented on it in any way. The the reason why I think it's sexual, I don't know if you noticed, but I think there was a porn magazine as well with all oh, the they were porn mags. They were, yeah. Yeah. It was a porn yeah. Mag, yeah. So yeah, so I think that's the reason why I think it was a sexual thing, because even the way it was being sort of forced into the mouth, you thought, wow, this is this guy is he making a uh, sort of a proper sort of uh, a, a sci-fi or is he making sort of porn sci-fi here because it uh, just felt I, like a I think it's just following the tone yeah. of HR I, and... I, I think I think you're yeah. right I think it is more of that tone it's that kind of sexualized yeah. tone and also Ash is an android he's more intelligent than yeah. all of them on that ship he has yes, this he is, kind yeah. of smug attitude where he looks down on, on the humans yeah. because well, for a start, he knows that the alien's not going to attack him. It's not going to do anything because he's not humanoid. He's not human, sorry. No. So he's not an organic matter. He's just an android. So no. he knows full well that that alien's going to tear through that crew 
and he's probably going to sit there and have a cup of tea with it at the end of the day because it ain't going to do nothing to him. So it's that smugness, yeah. it's that fucking, and also, you know, it's like, you know, this stupid fucking woman. I'm going to finish her yeah. off. Why Why would Why would you think the alien wouldn't have done anything to Ash? He tears Bishop in half in the second one. Yeah, but that's the second one. I don't They're think two totally different one, movies. They're two totally different movies with different themes. Alien but was what? much more much more methodical and much more planned and thought out. Alien I'm interested in your thinking though. Why 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 you think the alien would Because have... of that. Aliens was an action movie. It was there, it was the, it was a movie of its time. It was an action movie, and you just had swarms of these xenomorph coming at them, and they were just taking them out of pulse rivals. I don't think there was a great deal of thought in that. Plus the Queen was trying to get to Ripley, and Bishop was in the way of that. Yeah, I suppose so that's true. tear yeah. him, get him out of the way, fucking get to the target. Whereas Alien was a much more thought-out film. Mm. That Alien wouldn't have touched it. No. Hmm. No. It's I agree with you, Paul. I, I, I only challenge it because I, I, it's not, I didn't consider that. I didn't think, oh. I think, you know, yeah. the reason why I think uh, I, I agree with Paul is, you know, where the Dallas basically was uh, in that sort of vent, and they had that yeah. system. And they mentioned pulse, that the alien could uh, feel human pulses or pulse. And I think Ash had a system in him probably that if he didn't have that sort of human sort of pulse system in him, and that's why yeah. he wouldn't have touched him because he may have not even yeah. known he's there. It's it wasn't organic. Yeah, yeah it wasn't organic was he? Yeah. No. I'll tell you something else has just come into my mind as well. When they land on the planet and they're gonna they're putting like an, an away party, bit <laughs> Star Trek again. They're getting an away party together. Dallas says, Well, I guess we better break out the weapons then. Yeah. Um, which, from what we could see, was was a couple of flamethrowers, but you wouldn't you wouldn't have taken those onto the. But they didn't take those with them onto the planet, did they? No, they no. didn't. No. Um, uh, well, Kane had Kane had like a laser type. Yeah, but he developed those afterwards. Like tool. So that was yeah, they, yeah, like, they like, like cattle, cattle prods. But he came up with those afterwards, and... didn't he? Yeah, he said because he said, "Oh, I've made these sort of things, but whatever you do, don't touch the end of it." Sort of. That's thing. right. Yeah. 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 I just wonder what yeah. weapons he was referring to when he. Well, it could have been ironic. It could have been, oh, we best break out the weapons then, knowing full well we don't fucking have any. We're a commercial ship. We're not designed for this type of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So it could have been that tone. Now, do you think there might have been a sense? Because, of course, the thing with the, with the biggest thing with the alien is that they are actually quite easily killed. But of course, but only if you've got the right weapons. But of course. It's interesting because the first one they've only got a couple of flamethrowers, which is never actually used directly on the alien either. They use no. it to burn. No. Uh, they use it to burn ash themselves. And yeah, to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and in the second one, obviously they're torn up by pulse rifles and all the rest of it. And in the third one, which of course we will do, I'm sure soon with the prison, they had nothing at all, absolutely nothing. Yeah. All they could do was create fire, etc. Um, so, do, do you think that that the the alien constantly knew that as well. That oh well, they've got nothing really that's going to that's going to tear me up. So I've got sort of free reign a little bit here. But but of course, its defence mechanism is the is the acid. I don't think that there's an awful lot of thought in the no. alien, the xenomorph. I think the xenomorph operates on pure instinct, which is what I think we mentioned the aliens review mm. when we did that. Is it yeah, doesn't yeah. have that any kind of thought process like that. It literally just impregnates, carries on its species, and dies. I agree with you. This is a, like a thought-out story, how it's going to go, how people are going to die, etc. 
normally with the franchise, when it comes to sort of sci-fi franchise, especially this side of uh, the sci-fi, they're only doing it for profit and they're just going to do any old story which will uh, basically bring in crowds but it's also from the first movie the name of the first movie yeah it's become a legendary movie or one of the sort yeah. of uh, sort of of its time so they've used titles but they've not really continued what it should have been they've just said okay we'll do this do that kill aliens can be killed this way ashes equally can be killed that way so they've basically done yeah. it for the bucks so as we're doing our doing our final thoughts here, you know when the intra spaceship uh, land, it it looks like a bottom side of the egg carton where they've just put lights on it and some sort of spotlights. That's what I thought. And little legs. I felt like it was like an egg carton actually landing. It wasn't. It wasn't very carefully done. When you consider no. the, the time and effort that's gone into you know sculpting all the different iterations because bear in mind what you see on screen you know is after about 50 60 attempts of doing this stuff i just thought that strip lighting underneath and the very industrial spotlights at the back yes which is very odd i, I didn't think that was very carefully done or very considered yeah and even on uh, the space suits as well the massive lights that would well, that shone in be... their faces so actually you wouldn't be able to practice yeah. the ending anyway yeah <laughs> not only that but the weight is the weight of it as well yeah but then again yeah, don't I... forget uh it's 1979 the technology probably wasn't there to have that but that's not the point if you're talking about something is in the future well, you try to make make something up you know saying about you know things like that and making something there's a few points that we can make on that is that all the film, well, I say all, a lot of sci-fi films in the lead up to Alien, Space, um, Space Odyssey, yeah, nineteen ninety-one. Um, oh no, nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, Space Odyssey two thousand one. That's it. That one. Two thousand one. Yeah. Get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the right year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is that all the sort of space exploration, all of the um, vehicles used for space up until this point were all very clinical, were all very straight lines, very angular, right. quite tidy yeah. looking. Um, it was it was portraying this kind of future that the human race would be very, very clinical. Everything was white, very pacified colours, you know. Um, but Ridley Scott wanted this, this whole set to look fucked up. He wanted it to look like an industrial fucking yeah, he did piece want of machinery. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's score it. Yeah, I'll go first if you don't mind. Um, go on in. There's a reason. There's, there's a reason why I'm going first. I didn't enjoy the movie as much as you guys. I'll be very frank and honest because I did say frank and Ooh, honest. Um, frank and honest hasn't been up it. yet, mate. Uh, so I'm yeah. glad frank and honest has managed to, uh, <laughs> you know, to fall into the cast of this uh, review. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and it's just because it's not my genre uh, of sci-fi. I do like sci-fi, but not this side of it. And I'm going to give it a very, very low uh, two. Oh, it's just what? It's, it's just what? It's just it's just not it's just not me. I I, I mean, all th all this evening I have I've struggled. We I really just... struggled to I struggled to watch it. And I'm not into sort of sci-fi horrors at all really i enjoyed um i think beside one predator movie which was the predators i enjoyed predator more than this uh sort of alien although it's a classic 
but it's just I'm giving it a low uh, score because when the spaceship came down, it looked like an egg carton from the bottom side. And yeah, it's just I didn't enjoy it. Well, sure. it's better than the minus minus three I gave predators. <laughs> we won't invite him back next week, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be stoned to death, I think. As soon as he leaves the house, he'll be st- uh, people just queue up stoning to death. Go on in, Justin. Well, I'm I'm sorry, I'm swinging the other way. Uh, I'm giving it a nine. Um, it's a cult classic. When you consider the the year, the quality directorship, uh, not so much necessarily the, the acting. I think the cast was great uh, and fitted in well. Um, but given everything that was achieved, done, the limitations, the the, the time, uh, I, I think it's one of the greatest opening gambits of, of any franchise. What did you give Aliens? Do you remember? Uh, I think an eight. I think I gave Aliens. Mm. I gave it an eight, yeah. Mm. Um, I'm giving this a nine two, mm. and I think a lot of that has come out just talking tonight. Just the the level of in depth thought, the, the way that you can portray certain scenes, the way that you can think, you can walk away with questions still unanswered and stuff. It's I love films like that. I don't like this modern day movie making where everything is fucking explained to you like you're a child. I get so sick of that. You know, I, I'm a fairly intelligent person, believe it or not. I can figure things out. I don't fucking need spoon feeding all the time. And I love that about this film. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a nine for me as well. It is better than aliens. Definitely. I I was kind of the other way to begin with, but Uh, same actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I think watching this again, especially now that we do movie reviews, totally different thought process now. And I have to add is that I watched this film at five o'clock this morning in pitch black, complete darkness Ooh. with my, my AirPod Maxes on, right? On my big TV downstairs in the living room. And I felt like I was on that fucking ship. It was yeah. absolutely brilliant. Absolutely yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, my, my TV is not quite as big as yours, uh, but I too watched it in the dark with my theatre surround sound on, and I felt mm. the same. Mm. That I was really part of that set and part of that process. Okay, well, I'm going to make a mention of avpcentral.com. Guy um, Jano, I've exchanged a few Instagram messages with before. It's a very good site for learning out little bits of uh, extra stuff on the AVP franchises. It's quite a useful website, but just a shout out to him as well. You can find him on Instagram as AVP Central. You can find us on all social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, getter.com, minds.com, everything. And you can find our videos all over the place on Alt Tech as well, BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble. So you've got all the options. You can watch us wherever you want. Okay, well, that's it from me. So goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Thank you, guys. And goodbye from me. <laughs>